brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey guys, welcome. This is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Today is going to be a very fun day because I love talking to coaches and people who are transforming people's lives. And as you know, I go around the whole planet trying to find those people for you. And today I found Alice Graves, and she is the founder of Spark Your Passion. She coaches high-achieving and driven women who have already accomplished a lot, but they struggle to see their own brilliance. I freaking love that. So her desire is to help as many as possible, as many people as possible, to step into their future that they deserve. And so she has a lot of expertise, so we're going to talk to her about a lot of different things. She uh, does um, work in communications, overcoming limitations and obstacles, leadership, um, sales productivity, and so on. So we're going to have a great conversation today. Hi, Alice. How are you? Welcome to my show. Thank you. I'm very good. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here as well and to dig into all of that. A lot to live up to now. That was a very good introduction. <laughs> well, that's who you are. That's what I got. <laughs> but Alice, it's really, really, really nice to have you here. So, um, you know, my listeners are amazing and they're very um, interactive, which is so fun. And I get a lot of, um, you know, great responses when I have people who are going to come on here and kind of help them overcome where they're stuck. And that's happening a lot now, especially with COVID and all this transitioning that people are doing. So I think this conversation is going to be super fun and useful. So before we go there, I always like to start the show with, um, I know I gave a little bio of you, but I want to know a little bit more about you, Alice. So tell us a little bit more about who you are. Absolutely. Um, so just very on the logistics part point of view. So I'm, I'm originally from London. And as I mentioned to you just before, I've now been living in the beautiful city of Amsterdam for 11 years. And I've lived a life where I, I feel that I'm probably now on sort of the third phase of my life and I'm entering into my fifth career. And I felt for a long time in my life that I was searching for something and it got to a point where I feared I would never find it. I really felt like I was just going to be one of those people who would never be satisfied in life, that I would always feel like I was searching for my purpose. And maybe I would never find it. And I'd always be just sort of, you know, feeling like something was missing. And I've had many different careers. My original passion was acting. That's what I wanted to do. I really wanted to be an actress. And that did, well, it, it, obviously, I'm not a famous actress now. That didn't quite work <laughs> out. That, that was the first career. And after that, I sort of fell into the corporate world. And I think I did what a lot of people do. You just get busy with life. Mm -hmm. And I think especially when you're young, you're sort of enjoying 
being busy and you're earning money and you think that that will bring you the satisfaction and the fulfillment that you want. And I know, especially for me, because I came from an acting background and I didn't have a higher education, I always felt inferior to mm. everyone I worked with. So I felt, well, if I can earn more money, then that will make me feel really good about myself. Right, right. So I sort of went marching off the, into the corporate career and I did really well. I, I really enjoyed my time in the corporate career, but I realized at one point I realized I have more now than I ever thought I would have. I got to a level that I didn't really think I would get to. I'm earning really good money. So why do I still not think I'm good enough? You know, like, right. you know, and I, I realized that a, a fancy holiday or, you know, a nice handbag, that's not going to make me feel great about myself. And that's what sort of took me on to this other path of trying to figure out why, what, what is wrong with me? That's what I initially thought. And then of course I came to discover, well, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just maybe looking in the wrong place to mm -hmm. get to my fulfillment. And that's what led me on the path into just self-discovery and coaching and now helping lots of other women hopefully find their fulfillment as I found mine. Yeah, that's amazing. And, you know, I think that's a lot of our stories, right? And that's why what you're doing is important because that's my story too. And um, and I know that a lot of women can relate to this. So this is good. So when you went to um, going into this, um, trying to find like what that thing was, did you yourself seek out like a coach or a mentor or something? Oh, you did. Okay. How was yeah. that for you? How was that experience? Amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. So I had actually seen a coach years ago. I think probably when I was like 20 years old, I had my first coach where I was a bit like, I don't know what to do with my life. And it, I think, I don't want to say I was too young for it, but I wasn't in the right, I think, mindset to really grasp what I was, I was being taught. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, probably about five years ago, I went and I got myself a coach and I still see her. She is amazing this woman it's I mean amazing. she's been doing it for years and years mm -hmm. so talented and I, I always feel like one conversation with her it's like I've had a sort of um something has you know ignited within me every conversation and then I did this very intensive three-month coaching course and the most fascinating thing and I know you're really experienced and you've done your NLP with coaching is you're learning about yourself Mm -hmm. that's the whole point of learning about coaching it's not just learning about tools you are studying yourself so that you can help other people and it, it just it still blows my mind because it's all this all these things all these thoughts that you don't even realize you still hang on to you know I had so much pain from my failed acting career which happened when I was 19 years old Right. And it's like, that was so long ago. It's coming up to 20 years ago. And I could not believe I'm still holding pain from that experience. I didn't even know it. Right. Right. And right. you're just it uncovering all these things. You just, you don't realize all the sort of traumas that you hold onto. And I think for a lot of us, especially in the West, we almost feel we can't use the word trauma because, you know, I've lived a really good life. Mm-hmm. So it almost feels wrong to say you have a trauma because we think that that has to be something so big and devastating. Right. But the fact is, you know, my worst day could still be someone else's best day. Right. But that doesn't mean it's not my worst day. Right. And I think, you know, and you have to accept that and understanding all of that. And that just took me on this whole path of wow and just learning about myself and getting rid of all those limiting beliefs and then just sort of powering forward with my career. It was amazing. I love that. But I love what you said, too, because it's true. I think 
I want to take that out, you know, that stigma out as well, that you don't have to be in like uh, dire straits or this uh, horrific trauma that I had my, a lot of trauma in my life. But the thing is, is like when I speak to some of these high performing women, they didn't. And that is OK. That doesn't mean that you're not seeking. That doesn't mean that you don't want something more, you know. And so I, I think um, too many people have been like uh, out there trying to pull the people in that have trauma because they think that's the majority of people, but not everyone, right, Alice? Not everyone. Yeah. And so, but some people still do seek and, and want to find. I love yeah. that you went to your coach. I love that you're still with your coach. That speaks volumes, right? Because it yeah. means that she is really impacting your life. And that's what we're supposed to be doing as coaches, right? So I love that you do that. Um, and I also love that you pointed out that, you know, there, that you didn't even recognize that you had a trauma, right? Yeah. Sometimes you just brush it off, especially if you're a high performer, right? You know, that, I'm yeah. sure you notice this with your clients, they're high performers. So they don't think anything is wrong. They just know something's wrong, but they don't think anything is wrong. Exactly. And I think we, we live in such like a fast paced environment. Mm -hmm. Nobody stops to feel Right. It's just go, go, keep busy, be busy. And it gets to a point where if you do stop and you start thinking, well, what's going on? That can be scary. You know, you're opening Pandora's box. Do you really want to go there? Right. And I, I read, you know, this a coach that I follow and he, he said this, this sort of one sentence that it always sticks with me that buried emotions don't die. Mm. And I always think about Good. that. You can push them down, but they're not going anywhere and they will manifest themselves later on in your life. And exactly as you said, it says, well, you know, for high performance, when you, when you have a good life, I think there's this sort of stigma, well, I shouldn't complain. I should just be happy. Yeah. There are other people out there who are so less fortunate. I should just be really happy with what I have. And it's not complaining if you want something more. And that doesn't mean you're not grateful for what you right. have. Right. You can still be grateful and, and love your life, but still want something more. Those things can go hand in hand. But right. I do think exactly as you say with high performance, it's like, no, just keep going, just keep going. And, and a lot of my clients do say, I really thought something was wrong with me. You know, why, why aren't I satisfied? What's wrong with me? And that's a horrible feeling to have. Yeah, it is. And and it doesn't serve them. It doesn't serve them. It keeps them kind of stuck where they are because you're not moving forward because, you know, I think another thing is feeling guilty that you want more, right? You almost feel yeah. greedy or glutton. Like, why would I want more? I have everything. And then on the opposite spectrum is fear because if you start looking, you're like, oh, shoot, I don't want to leave my job. I don't want to leave my money. I don't want to. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> true, because like, you build, you've built a lifestyle for yourself. Right. Right. And, and you're, you're going so fast that I, I do think it's sort of it's only later in life that you sort of stop and you think, wait a minute, how did I get here? And again, you know, I'm happy that I've got some money in the bank. That's great. But I'm, I'm not really happy. And then why aren't I happy? I was told if I worked hard, if I got promotions, if I was, you know, a good person, that I would be happy. And I've done those things. So why? And it, okay, maybe the word happy isn't the right word. They are happy, but there's something is missing. And it's sort of that, that lie that we buy into that. That's how society works. Society only works if we all sort of buy into the system. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the belief that, you know, and I'm not saying don't be good, but, you know, be good, work hard, get your promotion, right. work in the system, you know, good things will happen. 
And that's what a lot of people do. And for some people, it works out and that is exactly what they want. That's great. But for a lot of other people, they do that and realize actually, yeah, something is missing. Yeah. And I want, you know, all of the people who are listening, especially my women out there, you know, this is not like go see Alice quit your job the next day. I think that that's no, I think that's what what happens with high performers, though, because we're high performers, we think it's like all or nothing. Right. So we're all in. Right. And so what do you mean? I ha- oh, I got to go see a coach to to change a trajectory of my life. I got to quit. No. This is a process, right, yeah. Alice? So tell me a little so bit about true. what it is that you do with your coaching. Like, how do you coach women through things? Do you, you know, what's your method? So it's really bespoke. And I think you, you know that as well. A lot of people will come to me thinking thing A mm-hmm. is the, the problem. Mm-hmm. And then you dig beneath the surface and it's something totally different. Right. <laughs> so it, it really is bespoke per person. Yeah. However, generally people are always coming to me because exactly what you said, they are feeling quite stuck. They've got to a certain point in their career, things are good, maybe you know they've had their second child, their priorities have shifted, mm-hmm. and they're thinking, I'm not really sure this is what I want anymore. A big part of what I do is exactly what you just said, slow down. Mm-hmm. We don't need to quit our jobs tomorrow. And it, I think often people just think it will be easier just to cut their ties and go and do something different. You know, sometimes that can, in a very weird way, can seem like the easy option. So a big part of the work I do is actually just reconnecting with who you are. Because, you know, I, when I look at my children, they know exactly what they want to do, what they want, what they don't want. There is, there's no pressure on them. They haven't yet been molded to believe right. that this is good and this is bad and this makes you more important than someone else. They just do what their gut tells them and what they know feels good for them. And yet as we grow, all these pressures are put on us from society, from cultures, yeah. you know, just how we grow up. This is who you need to be. So we start becoming who we think we need to be to get approval from parents, from teachers, from friends. So a big part of what I do is reconnecting with who you are. Who are you? I mean, the simplest question, what would make you happy? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, honestly, if you ask some of, you know, your clients that I'm sure it's the same. What do you want? No idea. I have no idea what I want. So a big part is reconnecting with who you are doing, finding, you know, what is it in your week that gives you energy? And what is it that drains you of energy? Let's go back to what you used to love when you were younger and slow down. I always tell them there is no pressure. You've been, you know, building up to this point in your life for 20, 30 years. We don't need to jump ship right now. You've still got another 40 or so years left. Like we can take a few years to figure this out. So really reconnecting with who they are. And then before they make any big decisions, experiment what it feels like. Right. And this is, this is a step that I think a lot of people miss. You cannot know what is right for you until you actually try it out. And I think as humans, we try to gather as much information as possible when, when we're faced with a difficult decision. You know, right. we do as much research, speak to so many people, gather data, data, and you're sort of overwhelmed with information. Right. Yes, it will help you to a certain extent, but at one point you just have to go and try it out. And there are low risk ways you can do this without quitting your job. You know, if you decide suddenly, I think I really want to become a food blogger, I will work with my clients to see, okay, how can you experiment with that in a low risk setting 
So maybe that means reaching out to some people who write blogs. Ask them, like, what does your day really look like? Because in our mind, we're probably thinking, oh, you go to cafes, right. and, you know, go to restaurants, right. and like, right. I get paid, and I take my laptop. And actually, you know, in reality, the blog is like, yeah, I spend 90% of my time looking for places, and I'm behind my desk. And actually, it's not, you know, it's a right. very different image. Or the, the practical- At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply is very different from your image so it's really with reconnecting with themselves experimenting and then actually forming a plan on how you can go and achieve that without losing everything you've built up yeah i love that and you know what i love alice is is the slowing down part because i i I, and I don't know if this is everybody's perception of a coach but i know for a few of them it is like you're supposed to fix their problem asap Right. So they're going to come see you three weeks later. They're on. And I'm like, that's not how this works. If it took you this long to get to where you are, it's not going to take me three weeks to get you out of it. You know, so I love that because I think that you're giving them a good idea of what coaching is and and how you can kind of get stuck and, and how we have to work methodically to get you unstuck. Yeah. Right. And, and I think the fascinating thing is you never know what will come up. Right. So, and that's why, and this is why I, I always say to my clients, I don't work with people for one-off sessions. It's a minimum of three months for the exact reason you said, right. I don't want to sell false expectations that, you know, within an hour, I'm going to change everything. I wish I had that power. Me like too. that would be amazing. I <laughs> wish be I could. We'd be yeah, filthy you know, rich. <laughs> and, and just like changing the world. And it would be amazing. Um, but it does, right. exactly as you say, it takes a really, it, it does take a long time and you never know what will come up. So as I say, we always have this end goal of, you know, in three months time or six months time, you want to know what your next step is. You want to have a clear plan of how you're going to reach that. And these are all the things standing in the way but we don't know what comes up. Right. Suddenly we have a session and in that session, we hear about all these negative beliefs you have. And it's not just about what do I want next? It's what is stopping you from hearing what you want? What are, what are the, the images we have of who we are? They're so powerful that we, we lose touch with who we are and we become the person we think we need to be 
in order to survive in life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And breaking that away and just quieting all the noises so that you can really just hear, who am I? And and not be scared of that. That, That's the other part I do a lot of work on. Then you have to accept it because I have this sort of, I want to be this really tough sort of business woman who is very harsh and strict. I don't know why I just had this image. And then you realize that's just not who you are. And then you have to accept that. Okay. I'm, I'm a nice person though. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) right. Right. Yeah. No, you're right. And you know, it is a, it is, you know, it's so weird fear, isn't it? It's, it's such a, it's such a weird thing because we are literally, if we stop for a second and just realize what we're afraid of is so irrational to be afraid of that right? Like our brains, yes, are wired for fear. We all know that like it's supposed to be a protective mechanism, but we end up being afraid of how people look at us, what people will say, how we feel. But, and I'm like, the brain is just working with what you've taught it, but it's, it's so ridiculous to be fearful of those things. When you think about it, when you stop for a second and you think about, Oh my God, what's that person going to say? Who cares? Like you walk through a store every day. People look at you all the time. It doesn't, you know, it's not like you stop and go, what does he think? What does he think? What does he think? What does he think? You know what I mean? It's very true. It's it's, (laughs) when you say that, it makes me laugh because I always think about how it is so dumb, but like if I'm walking somewhere, and I realize I've gone the wrong way, and I know I'm not alone in doing this. Right. I can't just turn around and walk the other way because I'm thinking people will know I'm going the wrong right. way. You know, and so you pretend like to look in a shop window. Oh, and yes. then I'm like, oh, oh, it's this late. Oh, I, I should turn around and go the other way. Like, oh and I always, God. I often see this sort of posted on social media, like, haha, does anyone else do that? And I'm like, yeah, oh my God. And then you realize other people do it, and it's ridiculous. I mean, it, <laughs> So that makes me I, laugh. I've but, done that. That's why I'm laughing. Oh my gosh. It's so silly. <laughs> it's so yeah. silly. I've done the same thing. And it's just, yeah. what is that? And, it, and this is, of course, <laughs> on a very minor level. Right. Right. But then it does have a much bigger impact. And a saying I always think of when I get scared is nobody cares because they're all at the center of their own universe right so we think everyone is thinking about us but they're not because they are at the center of their universe and they are just thinking about what everyone's thinking about them right right no one's thinking about anyone else they're all just worrying what everyone else is thinking about them um and and exactly as you say the fear is so irrational yes rational as you say how our brain is wired but we spend so much time worrying about things Mm -hmm never happen Mm -hmm. and I honestly think it it is a form of torture when you make yourself live something in your head that hasn't yet happened and you make yourself live it over and over and over again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think that is that is a form of mental torture to yourself yeah yeah and to your life because you never get to reach the things you want to reach you know you know I always use um uh you know, in my past, I, you know, was in a very bad domestic violent relationship, right? And so that almost ended in my murder, right? And I always say, when somebody puts a gun to your head, that's what he did to me, and he pulled the trigger, and the safety got jammed, and that's why I'm sitting here today, right? And I was like, that's fear. Like, that is fear, right? Somebody puts an object that's going to hurt you uh, to you, that is fear. I said, but somebody thinking about what you said on social media, not fearful. Not fear. Yeah. You're not that. You're not that important. Is and they're like, oh, 
okay? Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah. it's like what you said, we are not the center of people's universe. So the, the minute and the reason I use such a strong um, analogy to to go against what their what their uh, story against their analogy is that I want them to understand that what they're fearing. If you stop for a second, if you pause just for a moment and say, is this really fearful? Yeah. You know, is this really something that I'm afraid of or is it something I just don't really want to do? Because a lot of times we will mm. do what we really want to do, even if we're afraid. Right. But when we are like, like teeter tottering on whether or not we really want to do it, then the excuses come up and we just go along with the fear and the excuses. Right. Oh, that's so powerful. So we that's have to so always, yeah, you have to always like pause and say to yourself, does this just, it, do I just not want to do this? And that's what you were saying, Alice, like kind of mm -hmm. like reflecting and just like looking in yourself and seeing, you know, what, it, who are you? Maybe you don't want to do it, you yeah. know, and it's okay not to want to do something. Right. Yeah. What are you finding right now with with um, with the people you're coaching, like especially during this? I hope we're getting to an endemic at some point. This is the mm -hmm. longest endemic ever. Right. So, <laughs> I'm just wondering, you know, with the shifting in careers and the shifting in people's, you know, wanting to be at the office and, and wanting now to start their own things. What are like some of the struggles that you're seeing or obstacles that you're seeing? I feel the biggest obstacle that my clients face is they, they know they want something else, but they just don't know what mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And exactly as you say, there is a bit of fear there that for some of them, they do have some passions, but they're, they're even afraid to tell themselves. Mm -hmm. And cool. I always think that that's so, when I get this insight from my clients. I think it's so powerful that you are so afraid of judgment, not just by others, but wow. by yourself. You won't even admit in the quiet of your mind what you actually really want. That's deep. Yeah, and it's That's deep. all these layers that we're building up and up and this judgment mm -hmm. from others, but really from ourselves. Mm -hmm. and, and this is a big challenge that my clients face how can they get rid of that judgment and again it's this image that they have made of themselves in order to fit into society in order to be accepted by parents by friends so how do we get rid of that and going back to what you said about fear for me the reason i spend so much time on reconnecting with who you are is because when you really know who you are and you really accept who you are you won't care what anyone else thinks. That's right. Like it is, it's so powerful. And, and unless you've been through that, it's very hard to, it, it just sounds like words, but when you've experienced that, and I'm sure you have as well, mm -hmm. through the transformation mm -hmm. you went through and everything that happened in your life, because I know I did, I was always fearful of people would judge me. Even when I put my first social media post out that I was starting my own business in my mind, I was like, oh my God, everyone's going to like laugh at me. You know, this image that they'll have like a WhatsApp group behind my back. I mean, you know, your mind goes right. to those places. But the more you discover who you are and accept who you are, you you just don't care anymore because oh. that's where this inner confidence comes from. Yeah. And confidence for me is all about knowing yourself and accepting yourself. And then you'll just go and do it. So the challenges my clients are facing is really how do they get rid of that judgment they have on themselves, reconnect right, and, and accept themselves and accept what they really want. 
Right. And I love that because you're talking about self, like even when you use the 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 uh, the little um, analogy you just used about, oh, they'll have a WhatsApp group, you know? OK. Yeah. I'm right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, OK, do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and, and that's what I tell some of my clients, too, because they'll be like, oh, but what if, you know, what if when they read the post they laugh at me? OK. Yeah. And they're like, and, okay. and I'm the like, you're not, there. you're not in the room. Who cares? Yeah. You know, and the funny thing is whenever you dig into yeah. those, what we you know, where our mind goes, there's often one person that they're picturing. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it, it's not really all of their friends. It's yeah. like one colleague that there was a bit of conflict. And it's like, do you even care about that one person? You know, in your mind, you picture lots of people, but actually when you dig beneath the surface, there's like one or two yes. people that you yes. really feel it's them. Yeah. It's like, well, who are they? Let that go. Right. Because it's not everyone and so they're good. not even part of your life anymore. So right. why let those people control you? And right. life is so short. We're gone in the blink of an eye. I know. It's just too short to be stuck doing something you don't want to do or not living a life you want to live or being so fearful of what others think that you don't allow yourself to just be you and love you and you know, do what you want to do. Right, right. And I think about that a lot because I know that I, I'm going to be 50 this year and I'm thinking to myself, where, how? Yeah. You know, like like this, gone, you that's know? It. And that's why um, I love having these conversations because these moments are fleeing, you know? Mm -hmm. Me and you already had a conversation that's already done. It's like, it's, yeah. it's that, you know, it's, and you know, every time I think about them, like seconds are just going by minutes are just going by. And if you don't start to enjoy life or have someone help you through it, right, Alice, cause that's important. Yeah. That's why me and you do the work that we do because we're literally trying to help you through it. Right. Yeah. So I love what you're doing. I love your energy. You're like Thank super you. fun. Um, so <laughs> I would love for you to tell my audience where they can find you. I know that uh, my audience are, are mainly women and they're uh, mainly professionals and stuff because I have a lot of entrepreneurs and coaches and stuff on here. But I would love for you to tell them like if they want to work with you, like how to get in contact with you, what your site is, all of that great stuff, please. Absolutely. Yeah. And thank you. I'm just love this conversation. I feel like we could just talk for yeah, hours. forever. <laughs> I know. Um, so you, you can contact me on my website, which is my name, alicegraves.com. Or you can just drop me an email at alice at alicegraves.com. And I always say, I think um, for some people, it can be quite daunting to take that first step. So sometimes they're on the edge, they want to have a conversation. I am really an open book. I'm very happy just to have a chat. So if you just want to find out more, just drop me an email. And I'm always happy to arrange a call with no pressure just to tell you more about what I do and what coaching is and how I might be able to help you. So I always want to say that because I think that first step, yeah. we, we've done it so many times, but for someone who is their first step, it, it can feel really quite scary just to yeah. even send that email to have that chat. Um, yeah. So really, it is just a conversation just to see if there's a fit and to see what's going on. Yeah. And the best thing about what you do, too, is that you can do it with anyone anywhere in the globe. So, Absolutely. I have clients yeah. in Australia, 
and on the west coast so i'm really of, of the us i'm covering the, <laughs> the whole yeah. world <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about this new technology yeah. right you can help people Absolutely. everywhere so thank you so much alice for being here and spreading all that with super fun thank you thank you <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> and guys thank you so much for being here and spending time with us please make sure that you follow alice graves at alicegraves.com i'll make sure to link all of her information below so that you can contact her remember also that she did say you can you can email her and we could start a discovery call with her and all of that so that you can see if you and alice can work together i think it would be amazing she is amazing i love that she was here today and she dropped all of this beautiful knowledge for you guys thank you guys for being here as you know this is nina perez straight talk no sugar added make sure that you like share and subscribe we're trying to grow this community until next time podcast is brought to you by winject studios we are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners downloads and income we come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.